Hello everyone and welcome to episode 78 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk to you guys about seven British colloquialisms. Now if you're not exactly sure what the word colloquialism means, don't worry, I'm going to explain that in just a second and it's actually very simple. But before we get into it, just a couple of things. Uh, a big thank you again to all of the new people that have joined our private learners group. Uh, you might have heard if you've listened to the last couple of episodes that I have opened up uh, a free Unlocking British English learners group where you can join the group, connect with other people who are listening to the podcast, connect with other people who are learning English, connect with people who are who have similar goals to you and you can also connect with me I'm on there you can ask me questions you can suggest things for uh, future episodes you can just generally come and hang out so if you like the idea of having a space where you can share your thoughts and opinions with other people who have similar goals and want to do similar things to you, then join our free Discord group. The link will be in the description wherever you are listening to this episode. And like I say, if you want to suggest a certain topic for a future podcast episode, that is going to be the best place to do it. But you can also contact me on Instagram, that is at Unlocking British English, or you can email me unlockingbritishenglish at gmail.com and as always free transcripts will be available for all of the episodes on the website that is www.unlockingbritishenglish.com so let's get into the full episode what is a colloquialism first of all because it's quite a weird sounding word a colloquialism <laughs> even though I can't say it properly, a colloquialism uh, is just a word or a phrase that isn't formal or isn't literary, right? So you wouldn't use it in a book, you wouldn't use it in formal writing, you wouldn't use it in a kind of formal setting, but you would use it commonly in a general normal conversation, right? A conversation with a friend or a family or with a conversation with anyone that it, when it isn't in a formal situation. So these are words that you will hear a lot of British people use and they're certainly words that you can use to help yourself sound a little bit more natural uh, and a little bit more British. So let's get into it without me rambling anymore. So the first one that I'm going to talk about today is the word loo. L-O-O. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the word loo is just a replacement for the word toilet. Um, some people find it like a little bit nicer to use. Maybe some people, I don't know, maybe they find the idea of saying the word toilet to be too visual or whatever, or I don't know. Um, some people like using the word loo just because it sounds a little bit lighter, um, but it's just generally a common word, right? It's, um, you know, can we stop at the next cafe? I need to go to the loo. It just means I need to go to the toilet. Um, I don't know where this where this word originates from, but it is very common uh, and you'll hear a lot of people use it. So if you hear someone talking about the loo or going to the loo or using the loo, then they're talking about using the toilet. That's a simple one that you will hear a lot of people use and you can use straight away. Anywhere you would use the word toilet, you can just replace it with loo and it all works in every situation. So that's a good one to get started with. So that's the first one, loo, L-O-O. -O. The second one is dodgy. 
Now, the word dodgy is a little bit more of a versatile word, but it's generally used to describe the same kind of thing. So we would use the word dodgy to describe something that is either of low quality or unreliable or maybe even potentially a little bit dangerous. So let me give you a couple of examples. Maybe I'm traveling and I'm out in the countryside and I'm on the phone and I might say, um, I haven't, I can't hear you very well. I haven't got very good signal. My signal here is a little bit dodgy and it just means like it's not very good, right? I've got a dodgy signal. Um, it means I'm not very good. Um, I could say, for example, if I'm not feeling very well, I might say I've got a bit of a dodgy tummy, a bit of a dodgy stomach. And that means I might have like a bit of stomach ache or something. Something's not quite right with, with my stomach. It's a bit dodgy. Um, but I can use it for slightly more serious things as well. I might say, um, well, I wouldn't go that to that pub. It can get a bit dodgy there. It's a bit dodgy. It's like it's not very safe maybe you know maybe you might get into there might be violence or shouting arguments or something like that uh, or i might see some man standing on the street corner and he's got his hood up and he looks a bit suspicious looks like he might be up to something criminal let's say uh, i might say that that guy on the corner looks a bit dodgy so Dodgy is like an adjective that you can use to describe something that is either of kind of low quality or unreliable or that's something that is a little bit kind of dangerous. So you can have a dodgy stomach or you can also be a dodgy person if you're either not very reliable or maybe a little bit dangerous and things. So the context is usually what is going to allow you to understand what is being meant by dodgy in, in any given situation. But that is the general essence of the word. So that is the second one, dodgy. So the third word is one that if you've ever been to England, you'll undoubtedly have heard. Uh, and if you ever plan on coming to England, you will undoubtedly need. Number three is the word quid. Quid is a noun uh, and it is just a replacement for the word pound as in our currency. So if you hear someone in a shop saying uh, this costs three quid, it just means it costs three pound. Um, it doesn't need to be too confusing, but if you don't know what that means, it is very confusing because you, you start to think, what does that mean? Is that some other other fraction of, of, of a number or some, some weird thing? But no, quid just means pound. So um, if someone asks you to borrow a quid, they're asking you to borrow a pound. Uh, if that costs two quid, then it costs two pound. Very simple. Again, anywhere where you would use that word pound, you can swap it for quid. Uh, and a lot of people do. It just sounds a little bit more natural sometimes. Uh, very occasionally, you'll hear people use the word squid in instead of quid. It's kind of just like a play. Uh, two squid is the same as two quid. Yeah, it's um, again the the context is really what will, will help you here because sometimes when you have these lists of words like I'm presenting them to you now it can seem a little bit like you know how would I how would I ever recognize this how would I learn this um, but it's just about once you understand the basic idea of it when you start to hear it in conversations and see it on TV shows or whatever the context will help you to to better clarify exactly what's happening but uh, anyway with quid it's very simple uh, a quid is a pound uh, and so yeah that is the third word for today so moving on to the fourth word we're staying on the theme of money the fourth word is skint um, 
this is a word that I've had to use way too often for my liking, unfortunately. Skint is a word that just means you don't have any money. Um, you know, if you say, oh, it's my birthday on Friday, we're all going to go out for drinks, and I say, oh, sorry, I can't come, I'm skint. It means I've got no money, it means I've, or I've got very, very little money. I certainly haven't got enough money. So if someone says to you that they're skint, it means that they don't have any money, or they don't have enough money for what they would want to do. But generally speaking, it means you have no money, or next, no, next to no money. So that's another one that's fairly straightforward, not a lot of variation that's going to happen there. So if you haven't got any money and you want to tell someone, you can just tell someone that you're skint, and uh, that means that you don't have any money. So yeah, that is number four. Okay, so number five. Number five is another adjective. So number five is the word naff. That's spelled N-A-F-F. Um, and naff just means that it's like lacking in a bit of style. It's not very good. It's, it's uh, kind of like we would use rubbish as well. Like something is rubbish, it's naff. It's not very good. Um, I tried to take a good photo, but my camera's a bit naff, right? It's, it's not very good. It's not very good quality. Um, it's something like that. But the word naff uh, is actually one with a little bit of uh, uh, an interesting history. So it actually comes from the LGBTQ uh, community. Um, back in the 1960s, it was illegal to be gay in the UK. It was illegal to be a homosexual. Um, and so because of that, there were different words and sort of code language and slang and things that was used um, to be able to communicate about certain things without other people knowing. Um, and often it was as a mix of, of different um, slang from other countries as well and things like that. Um, and naff originally was a word that was used to mean heterosexual. So naff was a word that gay people would use to describe straight people, homosexuals would use to describe heterosexuals, uh, which is quite funny now because it's become to mean this idea of not having style, of not having good taste, um, and you know that is that is it's become kind of a bit of a, a stereotypical joke that that you know some gay people would say that straight people don't have as much style or usually that is with men gay men would say that straight men don't have as much style or whatever it's as a bit of a joke and um, you know that this is a word that kind of comes from that that time and that period so it's quite interesting but um, now naff has nothing to do with sexuality it's not an offensive word it's not a word that you're going to get in any kind of trouble for um, just to clarify and naff is a word that you'll use you'll hear people use just to describe something that either isn't very good or isn't isn't very stylish or something like that so yeah that is the fifth word naff uh, okay, so we've got two more for the list for today. Uh, so the penultimate word, the uh, sixth word, penultimate meaning the one before last, uh, the penultimate word is banter. Um, banter is a noun. Banter is a word that has become very popular uh, more recently. Um, and banter is is a word that describes like joking or teasing that is like friendly mostly. Um, so when you when you have jokes or little games and stuff between friends, that's usually banter. Uh, you would describe that as banter or a bit of banter with my mates is is you know we're making little jokes about each other maybe being a bit silly, but we're not being like fully offensive. 
Um, and so, yeah, banter is a word that just describes that type of like, it, it, well, it just means jokes, basically, but it also can describe that kind of sort of those sort of teasing type of jokes that you might make between friends where you're uh, making fun of people a little bit. But yeah, um, that's maybe a word that you'll hear more slightly younger people um, using more often, but it's, it's a very common word. So I wanted to include it. Um, if you're familiar with a lot of like newer British comedy, then you might have heard that word quite a lot. Banter it will be used around comedy and jokes and things a lot. So yeah, that is the sixth word for today, which takes us on to our seventh and final word for today, uh, which is a very useful one, one that you will hear a lot of people use and one that you will be able to use yourself as well and that is gutted so gutted is an adjective that just means that you are extremely disappointed or you're extremely upset so it's not just to say that you're like a little bit sad it's like you're extremely sad you're uh, extremely upset and um, you know this word will be used to exaggerate a little bit more um, I don't know, you can use it in lots of different situations, but let's say you're, uh, let's say someone, you just broke up with your partner, you might say, oh, I'm gutted, I really thought we were going to have a great relationship, uh, or maybe your football team or your sports team loses, um, you saw, I went to the match and, and we were playing really well for so long, and then they scored in the last minute and we lost, absolutely gutted. Um, it's not like I'm just mildly disappointed, I'm extremely disappointed or extremely upset. So you can use it for a range of things, but if someone says that they are gutted, it means that they are, yeah, extremely sad or extremely disappointed. Um, and yeah, I guess you could kind of imagine like the visual sense, like because gutted if we think of it as like a verb like to gut something if i gut a fish it's like to remove the guts from the fish right so to remove the insides gutting a fish or gutting an animal would be like taking out the the organs and the different insides and that kind of stuff so if you're gutted it's like someone's taken your insides out almost i don't know it's sort of like that's a very extreme visual example but i guess that helps you to understand the kind of idea right it's like they've removed part of me they've taken my soul or something like that maybe it has nothing to do but that's um the image that i have in my head anyway so yeah those are seven very common colloquial colloquialisms that <laughs> all of these colloquialisms are easier to say than the actual word colloquialism um, but these are words that again you will hear a lot of people use you can hear people use with frequency um, these aren't words that you know just certain types of people use uh, you'll hear everyone using these words all the time uh, and they're also words that you hopefully will be able to use yourself without having to worry too much and if sometimes with colloquial language and slang and things like that people can be a little bit hesitant to want to use those words themselves just in case they don't really use them correctly but with these I think you're going to be absolutely fine so yeah we had loo which is another word for toilet dodgy which is to say uh, like low quality unreliable dangerous something like that dodgy uh, a quid which is the same as a pound like the currency skint which is to say you have no money uh, naff, which is to say something is bad or unstylish or just not very good. 
banter, which is like joking and teasing, and gutted, which is to say you are extremely disappointed or very upset. So those are seven words that hopefully you can add to your vocabulary and will help you with better understanding some British people when they're speaking in more colloquial situations. So yeah, that is everything that I wanted to cover in today's episode. So I hope you guys have found it interesting. Thank you very much for listening. Of course, if you have any thoughts or feelings about this podcast or any other podcast, then please join the Discord group. It's a great place for you to connect with me, to tell me about how you're feeling about the podcast, but also to connect with other people who are learning English, who are sharing your journey, and who you can just share different pieces of advice and thoughts with. And uh, yeah, just generally come and hang out. It's a good place. It's a cool place to be. We've got people from all over the world. So yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it there for now. Thank you very much for listening and I look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode.